Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday, December 7th. Happy hump day, about 6.20 a.m. And we had another sell-off in stocks yesterday. That's two in a row to start the week, if you're keeping track. Apparently, the catalyst was recession fears. And these were voiced from some pretty authoritative um, sources in the form of a pair of Wall Street bank CEOs, Goldman's David Solomon and J.P. Morgan's Jamie Dimon. And Solomon was on, uh, he spoke at a Wall Street Journal conference about how the economy was slowing and that might lead Goldman to have to cut jobs. And then Jamie Dimon was on CNBC talking about how inflation was due to erode consumer strength in the coming year. And he also, Dimon also expressed some concerns about geopolitical issues whether this was the catalyst for it or it was just other stuff coming home to roost, for whatever reason, we sold off. Tech stocks saw the worst of it this time. The Nasdaq was down 2% on the day. Other U.S. indexes down a little less. Today's briefing and podcast are free, by the way. So if you want to subscribe and get these every morning, be sure to sign up. Uh, there's a link in, in there for how to do so. So there's there was some news overnight from China, which has decided to loosen COVID restrictions, apparently now for real. And they're not going to require some testing or whatever. I don't know the exact details, but whatever. That's, that's the bottom line. They're loosening COVID restrictions. There is nothing in the way of, well, very little in the way of economic data releases today. The one thing we have is the weekly mortgage applications that's out at the top of the hour at 7 a.m., but right now, it doesn't look like the China news has really helped sentiment very much. Stock futures are pointing lower. We have the NASDAQ, I'm sorry, the Russell 2000, which tracks small caps. It's down about three-tenths of 1%, so nothing major. Um, in fact, barely just off of the break-even point, if we're being honest. Other U.S. indexes are down even less than that. Commodities are continuing to trend lower here. That was the big move yesterday as well, and kind of curious that we had WTI crude oil sell off as much as it did yesterday in light of the OPEC news with OPEC sticking by its production cuts. But uh, that, that was out over the weekend. But this morning, WTI crude is down another 1%, and it's now trading around $73.50 a barrel, which is its lowest level of the year. Curiously, natural gas in the U.S. is up this morning. So make of that what you will. Copper, the ever-important Dr. Copper, which is used in so much stuff that is part of economic expansion, buildings, highways, etc. That is down about 1% this morning as well. Cryptos are dropping a bit. Bitcoin is down about 1% to trade around 16800 That's the lowest it's been all week. Bonds are effectively unchanged this morning. So I mentioned it's a slow day for economic data. We do have a few earnings to tell you about. Campbell's Soup. Ollie's Bargain Outlet, and United Natural Foods. Those are the three highlights from before the market opened at 9.30. And then after the close this afternoon at 4 p.m., we're due to hear from GameStop, Rent the Runway, and Sportsman's Warehouse. So a couple interesting ones there, especially when it comes to retail. Campbell's obviously a consumer staple. But yeah, the, the Ollie's Bargain Outlet, see how that does. And then Rent the Runway, I guess, is a pretty interesting gauge of um, retail uh, consu consumption, I guess. 
We also have a couple of investor days today that may be making news and that may be uh, have some economic repercussions that, to look to. And these are Lowe's and Southwest Airlines. That brings us to the bottom line. So again, few known catalysts today. Uh, the last two days, we had the same story and investors took the opportunity to dump stocks. Could we be up for three in a row? Well, Jamie Dimon is one individual that is worth listening to. Uh, he's the one that I do always pay attention to when he speaks. Um, he's usually pretty sanguine with his with his views, and he, as the CEO of the the country's largest lender, you'd figure he'd be in a good position to speak to consumer pressures in particular. So that's why when he says that consumer confidence is going to be eroded next year with inflation, you pay attention. And then you have the comments from Solomon as well on top of that. Now, when it comes to Diamond, some some context is necessary. He did hedge his comments a bit. I've linked you to the video to watch that. So don't take my word for it. Don't listen to other media reports for that matter because they will sensationalize stuff. But listen to his, watch the video and you can see the whole thing. It's a short video. It's only a couple minutes. But yeah, it's it's hard to, it's impossible to deny that inflation is real and that it's still going to be an issue. Um, hard to believe we're only a year or so away from arguing, hearing arguments at least from supposedly smart people that inflation was transitory. So yeah, the Fed has a real fight on their hands here. And in fairness, they've been telling us this for the last four months or however long it's been since... Uh, Jay Powell's Jackson Hole speech. That would have been actually, I guess, three months. But anyway, um, we do have the CPI, the, the, and we'll get a fresh reading on Tuesday. But that is has come down a bit from the peak. But again, that's just a data point. If, if we have the CEOs of Goldman and, and J.P. Morgan saying that inflation is a concern, it's worth paying attention to that. And it's not just them. It's also other corporates that are saying this. So this appears to be kind of the new emerging narrative that we have this week is these recession fears driven by inflation and how that all might play out next year. So that seems to be weighing on investors' minds. And it appears to be, I mean, again, we'll see how the rest of the week goes. But again, there's no real catalyst here unless something unexpected happens. But then we did have something pretty unexpected happen with the China news, and that hasn't really moved the needle. So we'll see. We'll just see how the day plays out. At some point, you figure investors might get sick of selling and start to buy some stuff. Um, but and this is where I guess no new news can help. But anyway, on the on in on the topic of all these things, especially inflationary pressures next year, we do have uh, the new podcast guest this week's podcast guest, and I put the actionable highlights clip out yesterday afternoon. It is available for premium subscribers now. I've linked to that. Another incentive to become a premium subscriber. You get this short, a couple minutes. This one is, I believe, five or six minutes of the most actionable highlights in a very short podcast that I make available to premium subscribers only. And on the day of recording, or in this case, the day after, recorded on Monday. So it's fresh, it's actionable, and you that's available to you now. The full podcast episode will be posted later today or tomorrow without any ads or announcements. So 
you have that as another benefit to look towards. So that's where we are today, this Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast in whatever form you do. Again, premium subscription is the best way. And by the way, you generally, of course, don't hear these pitches for premium subscriptions on a regular day. This is a bit of a weird day just because there's no no known catalyst coming up, really. So, uh, But we do have all this other, other stuff to talk about, which we just did. And with that, I'll shut up and look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.